Welcome to Security in Focus Tech Talk, a regular podcast focused on informing and supporting the needs of Gallagher Command Centre installer technicians, administrators and operators. Hey everyone, Shane and Matt here. Great to be back with our second Tech Talk podcast. This month we're excited to take a deep dive into our next major release of our award-winning site management software, Command Centre 890. The focus of Command Centre 890 is people-first integrations that create smoother business efficiencies. Hey team, firstly I want to say thank you to those that have checked out our first podcast on Perimeter Solutions. It was awesome to see the number of people taking the time out of their busy day to listen and find out a bit more about our monitored pulse fences and how easy it is to integrate to Command Centre. Welcome to all our new listeners also, thanks for your time. Today we are joined by special guests Wayne Froggart and Paul Botha, who are our value owners here at Gallagher Security. We also have Jamie Linwood from Engineering Team. Today they're going to provide some insights into our two integrations, Idemia Vision Pass, which rounds out our biometric suite for access control, and Okta Synchronization, providing seamless cardholder synchronization with personal data protection. We are also joined by David Telepin. Oceana Manager for Biometric Terminals and Transport from Idemia, and Mark Vickery, a Technical Business Development Manager based in Australia. Welcome David, great to have you here. Please uh, introduce yourself and tell us a bit about your background and the expertise in the industry. Certainly, well first of all thanks for the invite. Uh, my name is Dave Tullipan, I'm the Regional Sales Director for Idemia for the Australia, New Zealand and Pacific Island region for Biometric Terminals. Um, I'm also, and as importantly, the strategic um, partner manager for Gallagher globally, and uh, we've had a, a long, long-term relationship with Gallagher over 15 years now. Uh, I've been with Idemia for just over eight years now, um, but I've been, prior to that, I've been with the electronic security industry for over 40 years in Australia and held various positions with uh, global corporates such as uh, Philips and, and Rexel uh, during that time. Thank you, David. That was great. For our listeners who may not be aware of Idemia, can you tell us a little bit about Idemia, what you do, maybe some background about the partnership between Gallagher and Idemia? Certainly. Uh, Idemia is the worldwide leader in augmented identity solutions, and we've been at the forefront of biometric uh, research and development for over 40 years. Uh, we have over 15,000 employees in the field, with over 2,000 of those based in R&D, so we have a large commitment to our research and development. For those not familiar with um, Idemia, we are probably used by, by people every day in their life without re- recognising who we are. So it's quite likely the SIM card in your phone was manufactured and provided by Idemia. Uh, the credit card in your wallet may have been manufactured and personalised and shipped to you from, from one of our secure facilities around the country. If you've travelled internationally, then you've probably used our smart gate systems using your passport for a facial recognition check to help your way through immigration. Um, if you've had any problems with the law, then your fingerprints are probably in our um, national finger database system, which we manage for the police. Um, in many countries around the world, we are the issuer of digital driver's licences. And probably the last one I'd like to mention is that in India, we were part of the government ADHA project and we've helped uh, enrol 
biometrically over 1 billion uh, Indian citizens to date. So that just sort of touches on the sort of areas that we work in. Uh, with regard to Gallagher, as I say, our, our relationship has been long term um, based on our access control products. So again, if people use their biometric um, finger or hand or face to enter their office or to bundy onto and off their jobs, then it's quite likely they've used our biometric access control products. Now, our integration with Gallagher is long term and deep uh, with our biometric products. Um, and to date, there's a full interface to our suite of uh, fingerprint products, our contactless hand products. And now we're introducing uh, in this release of your software, the interface to our Vision Pass facial recognition product. Right. Certainly been using uh, Idemia Morpho product for a long time with Command Center since 5.10. It's, it's a great product um, and a very, really tight integration. So we've identified that a lot of our customers are actually interested in this contactless access control. Um, and in our latest release, we're introducing a key integration with Idemia Vision Pass. Can you tell us any stories where this reader has been a positive impact on a business? Uh, as you're probably well aware in the security industry, it's very difficult um, to talk about a lot of projects due to their security nature. And also, we don't often just see exactly where all our products uh, end up being installed due to the large distribution base that we have globally. But maybe just to touch on a, a couple of, of uh, quick projects. There's the Top Glove project in Malaysia. Now, Top Glove is the largest manufacturer of gloves uh, in the world. Um, they um, needed a system during COVID that would allow their staff safe and secure access. They were particularly interested in facial recognition, but they needed a product that would work um, successfully uh, with their staff wearing masks. They tested a number of systems and found that Vision Pass gave the highest reliability and, and the highest reliance um, on accuracy that they could find and have used and installed that system uh, since 2022. Uh, so that's a very successful deployment for that. Uh, in Vietnam, we have uh, Petro Vietnam uh, installed throughout their headquarters um, for, for staff um, through their speed gates. Uh, the, the products are particularly popular on speed styles uh, in high traffic areas because of the amount of throughput we can go through. We can, we can allow uh, up to 45 to 50 people per minute through a speed style using the Vision Pass product. So there are just a, a couple of, of examples of where we've helped um, corporate and business to, to, to gain maximum benefit from the product. Absolutely. Hey, look, and I can tell you, we actually have this product installed on our site and I'm loving it. It's just so easy to be able to get through those doors, um, you know, with that instant access and not having to touch anything. It's great. Yeah. It's good to hear, Matt. We get that feedback quite often from the place. It's quite, it's quite pleasing to hear. Yeah, cool. So, hey, thanks, David. It's been awesome having you join us today. It's great to hear about this Vision Pass. And um, for our listeners out there, they're going to get some great value out of this today. Thanks for the invite and thanks for the talk this morning. Welcome, Paul and Jamie. Can you talk us through why Gallagher Security has done this integration and and what value is it going to give our customers? 
Facial recognition is becoming more and more popular today. It's contactless and it has the option to allow only people with a face mask to enter a door. It's very quick and easy to use. You can walk up to the door and it will grant you access without having to scan a finger or a card. Basically, when uh, like when, when the pandemic hit, there was a big uptake um, around uh, contactless biometric um, or contactless access. And uh, we soon identified a need for facial recognition. Facial recognition is fully um, contactless. And provided you use it with a automatic door opening um, solution, it gives you contactless access, which is pretty important. The other reason is, again, like I mentioned, the the reader than the reader or the device itself is actually best of brand. So a little bit different from what other facial recognition devices do. So this this has actually got three cameras, right? It's got an infrared, it's got um, like a lighting sort of camera and a 3D camera. So that allows for number one, anti-spoofing. So the 3D aspect of it helps with that. The um, the other cameras, like I said, for the lighting and stuff, ensures that you can get access through the door using the reader in any lighting condition. The other, I suppose, really important part about that, those cameras or the way they function is because you've got those three cameras and the infrared and, and the lighting cameras, it means that people with all pigment can get through doors. So it doesn't matter what your skin color is, um, you'll get, be getting through the door. Okay. So, so Gallagher have been partnered with Idemia for a very long time, so since like 2006, I think it was, or 2007, around there. Around there. Around. Um, I, remember, I remember it very clearly. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've been a partner, partnered with them for a long time. You know, doing this integration just strengthens that strategic partnership we have with them. Like I said, it also uh, it basically completes our um, access or biometric access control solution um, by having that. I think the only thing that's probably missing right now is currently the devices are still weekend. Uh, so, that, so I'm not talking about Vision Pass specifically, I'm talking about all biometric devices that we integrate with. At the moment, they all are weekend, but a little spoiler alert um, version 9, keep an eye out. We are looking to support OSDP for all more bi- biometric devices, including Vision Pass. Cool. Yeah, now the. Um it's actually interesting. You mentioned, you know, uh, I think it was version six. We did that integration, but to see how far the technology's come, you know, from fingerprint, vein, wave, facial recognition, you know, it's it's actually really exciting to see how this technology is evolving. Yeah, and who knows what what, what the future holds, right? <laughs> I mentioned the pandemic before. I mean, that that was probably one of the big use cases for us. But there are also other advantages for contactless biometrics. So like areas where customers are concerned about hygiene, perfect application for that. When we did the Morpho integration, there's a couple of things that we, we aim to do, right? Number one was keep it as simple as possible or keep it as close as possible to the existing integrations we have so it's familiar to customers or familiar to um, channel partners when they set it up we did a really good job over there but with a vision pass it also has an option where you can turn on mask for certain areas it's a small scenario where you're enforcing mask rather than just mask detection so it's you decide where to enforce mask wearing and it's a setting that you set on the reader so you might have areas in a building where you know it's not sensitive or you, you, you're not too concerned about hygiene so you might not want to have enforced mask wearing on but if you have an area 
like a clean area, for example, you might want to enforce mask wearing. So this is pretty cool. Um, the other thing is the the reader's got quite a few settings in it from a, what you want to display, I suppose. So we can turn on positioning so that when you approach the reader, it gives you a guide to position your face, but that can also be turned off. So there's a, there's a couple of flexible options inside there. What's pretty cool about the facial recognition is it's probably similar to the wave readers. So the vision pass reader is used for the enrollment. And there's a very good reason why the, why we use the device itself for enrollment. And that's because when we capture your, your face template, we need a 3D image. And we take that 3D image, and we're not actually saving the image to the database. We're just really taking the image with the device. We display it for a couple of seconds, just so that you can verify that you've captured it properly. Um, and then it disappears, and it, it just becomes binary data, right? So it's just a a binary number in command center. Is that the minutia? That's just the minutia, yeah. So we just take the minutia points and the minutia points are mostly focused around your face and nose area. That was good, Paul. You've actually answered all our questions. We don't actually need to ask anything now. You've talked about yeah, all your time and everything. Um, you've talked about the algorithms and spoofing. You've talked about the winning the awards. That's awesome. Can you talk about the process of writing the integration, the similarities between this integration? What does it mean for our installers and our customers? It's ease of use, right? So because we've tried keeping it as similar as possible so you, you you know you're not creating a anything different so when you go into command center and you're creating the reader you creating exactly the same reader as you would if you're selecting a fingerprint a wave it's set up exactly the same way the only difference is one tab extra um, and that tab allows you to do some of those configuration things like the enforced mass detection uh, or uh, positioning of face. I think the other thing that we kept very similar is around um, you know, the biometric card type. When you set that up, it's all the same. Again, just one extra tab, so you can do a couple of refinement settings over there. Probably the one thing to note that is a little bit different with the Vision Pass versus, say, some of the others. Uh, with a fingerprint, we can do access fingers, and we can also support duress. Um, and that's because we've got multiple fingers to choose from, right? So you choose what the duress finger is, and you might choose not to even use it. Uh, for Wave, we've also got duress, so you could choose, because you've only got two hands, and Wave does a full four-finger capture. For Wave, you could select a access hand, like if you're right-handed, that might be your access hand, and your other hand might be your duress hand. But for vision pass or for facial recognition, that is not possible because you've only got one face. It's just not possible. Another thing to point out with the vision pass, with fingerprint, for example, you need a verif dongle on a workstation to do the enrollment. Uh, you've got the same scenario with, with the wave readers, but for vision pass, you do not need a verif dongle. If you had a vision pass only site, no dongle. If you have a site that you've got a combination of fingerprint, wave, and vision pass, then you'll still require the dongles. And it's really more about when we capture a finger, for example, we use the algorithms from the Verif dongle to do a second capture, but a compressed capture, which fits on a card. And the same with the wave. But for vision pass, we worked out how to actually do a double take. So when you do the enrollment, it looks like you're only enrolling the once, but we secretly, in the background, doing a second compressed capture that we can put to the card so we could possibly, in the future, do something similar with the other devices. Awesome. So how secure is Vision Pass then? For the Vision Pass reader, Idemia have won awards for its algorithms around spoofing. It has three cameras to help with anti-spoofing and four improved biometric performance. On the command center side, we have encrypted 
TCP IP communication between the Vision Pass reader and the command center server. Encrypted OSDP will be available soon for all Morpho devices. Thanks, Jamie. How fast is Vision Pass? Like, talk us through what the throughput is and I guess the experience on the site. It's got a very high throughput, up to 40 card holders per minute. Um, so Vision Pass, similar to Wave, is really designed for those turnstile environments where you've got high volume of people passing through like an entrance area. So um, can't remember the exact numbers, but it's pretty quick. Um, and I'll give you an example. We had um, some guests a couple of weeks ago, and they use uh, another third-party brand, and they were super impressed by the speed. Not just the speed of you know getting through the door, how quickly it picked you up, but they were also impressed by how easy it was to en- enroll. And they were also impressed by the fact that you could put it on a card and how quickly it works on a card. Yeah, absolutely. One minute. I mean, when I came up and got enrolled, it felt less than one minute. It was painless. The reader took a picture of me, and and then, you know, I had access to the to the floor. Personally, I've used the enrolment process myself using the cardholder viewer on site here at Gallagher, bringing up the cardholder, navigating to the biometric tile and choosing facial recognition. For our customers out there who want to install this vision pass on their site, what do they need to do to get this integration and can you talk a little bit about the license strings? So with all, all biometric devices, including Vision Pass, um, we've kept the licensing module, model exactly the same. So when you buy the device from Gallagher's, you get the license for free and it's per device. If you've purchased the device from someone else, then uh, we do charge you for the license. Um, and the part number for the chargeable license is 2A8951. As you know, we've we've launched this Vision Pass for 890. Mm-hmm. Version 9 will get OSDP, but at some point in the near future, and I suspect probably closer to the end of the year, there's going to be a Vision Pass um, SP um, variant, which we will do an integration to. It should be really quick and easy integration for us because we've already got the integration. The only difference between the current Vision Pass MD and the coming Vision Pass SP is that the Vision Pass SP has just got an LED screen rather than an LCD um, screen. So probably similar to, you know, if you look at Sigma, you have your Sigma light LED version and you get the LCD version. For Morpho Wave, you've got an MD, which was previously known as Compact. Um, that's got the screen on it. And then we now have a, a cheaper SP variant, um, which is just an LED. It's going to be exactly the same. So there'll be an MD and an SP in the future. Um, and we will look to do that sooner rather than later. All our supported devices, we hard code the, the device product number in Command Center. Um, and the reason why we do that is pretty simple, right? Um, we don't want someone buying a reader that's not supported. So if they plug it in and it's not supported, because we hard code the product number, the device doesn't go online. And that's really just for us to ensure that you know, we're not getting tech support, phone calls, or you know, people aren't using a device that we haven't tested and supported. Because as you know, with Gallagher, we, we, we don't promote anything we haven't tested. Yeah, that's good Good to call that out, Paul. I guess Idemia are a large manufacturer and they've got lots of different readers, right? It's yeah. just the ones that we've tested and integrated to are the ones that we want to have used. Yeah, and, and I'll give you an example, right? Don't just think about Vision Pass um, or Wireless is pretty much across the board, right? But So normally what we do is we support, obviously, an LED version, an LCD version. Traditionally, we promote DES5, you know, if you are going to use a card. So that's why we go with the MD, right? So MD is MIFID DES5 compatible. So those are the models that we, we support MD, right? Uh, we also support in the US where... They've still got quite a few sites that use 125K cards. 
So in the US, we promote MDPI. The PI part's really just the one to five aspect of it. And then the one device that we do not support is there's a MDPIM, which is MyFidesfire one to five and mobile credentials. Now we don't support mobile credentials with the biometric devices because number one, you're using biometric to get through the door. And I suppose from a use case perspective, if you wanted to use a biometric for dual auth um, with a mobile, then we would recommend you use a Gallagher Reader. So Gallagher Reader, you can use your mobile credential and we've got that second authentication where you can use your facial or your fingerprint. Look out for version nine, right? Because we're gonna have OSDP support for all of these devices and probably a really good point for, for channel partners and customers is if they've got a new site and they decide, oh, we're gonna go OSDP, which is really the standard you you wanna be going for, right? Because Wigan's not as secure. Um, we've made a call with the OSDP to only support secure OSDP. So it means you're getting that extra layer of encryption on your OSDP. Very good. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Jamie. Those were some great insights for our listeners out there. Those were some great insights today on Vision Pass. So carrying on with people-first integrations, let's jump into Okta. We've got Mark from Gallagher here to talk to you about the benefits of Okta. Mark, can you tell us who Okta is and what do they do? Yeah, uh, no problem. Okta are a US-based cloud identity management platform. Uh, they provide services for up to 17,000 customers globally. And uh, Gallagher has written a integration uh, into that platform. Great. Mark, can you tell us about some of the benefits Okta, including this cloud-based identity management? The benefits of Okta are that it manages uh, the employees, the contractors, and the business partners uh, of the end user. It um, provides the ability to have workflows and identity governance for that customer. Great. Great. Thank you. So there's obviously some some really great benefits for it, but uh, what are the business problems that are solved by this integration, Mark? So the the big benefit is the reduction of uh, data entry. It becomes a uh, one-stop data entry process that this integration keeps your command center details in sync with Okta, reducing the uh, duplication of data entry. Sites can also control the access people that have in command center from Okta group memberships, as well as update the personal data fields in command center from Okta properties. For each cardholder, the Okta integration can create a card or a mobile credential in command center. This means that offboarding users in Okta can automatically deauthorized cardholders in command center. A safeguard ensuring the process is stopped immediately when personnel leave the company. Great, that's some great information. Hey Mark, can you also tell us about any of the sites out there using this, the benefits that they've actually been getting from it as well? Yeah, so um, it was developed for a mining company here in South Australia. Uh, They were looking to integrate their identity management platform with Gallagher. They had Okta, and so Gallagher developed this uh, for their operation. And Okta will be um, managing all of their cardholders who uh, work on those three mine sites. The other organisations that are looking at are some high security customers uh, looking to deploy this again for the one-stop shop 
Excellent. Thanks, Mark. There are some great insights. Wayne, can you give us some insights into the technical aspects of the Okta integration? What is it and how does it work? Well, Gallagher have written a risk-based integration from Okta to Command Center. We call it Okta Sync and we've included a simple-to-use interface for ease of configuration. It's a Gallagher-written single-directional integration that pulls cutholder details into Command Center from the Okta cloud service using REST API, either directly or through the Gallagher API gateway. You mentioned the integration is single-directional. What does that mean, and what's the benefits of that? Sites that use Active Directory or Okta have the identity management platform as the source of truth. Our integration is from Okta into Command Center. Changes in Command Center are not replicated back into Okta. Okta is the source of truth, and sites may have multiple systems using that data. Sites don't want Command Center changes feeding back into Okta. This integration must help with onboarding and offboarding cardholders, surely? Well, cardholder records can be automatically created, modified or deauthorized in Command Center when users are onboarded, modified or offboarded in Okta. We all know that when an employee leaves an organization, they can still gain access to a site until something is done in Command Center to stop that occurring. This integration can help make that problem go away automatically. And can I can control access from Okta? Yes, Cardholder Access Group memberships in Command Center can be provisioned from Okta Group memberships. Centralized access management, again without the need for duplication. Personal data fields can also be updated from Okta properties. There is that theme again, elimination of duplication. That's some great insights there, Wayne. Thank you. How, how can a customer get this integration? Like, what are the license strings? Well, Okta Sync is a license feature. It is available on top of Command Center version 880 or later, requiring the Okta Sync equals one license string. Thanks, Wayne. It sounds like there's going to be a great deal of sites out there that will really benefit from this integration. It's been great having you on the podcast today, and we really appreciate those insights into the Okta Sync integration. Thanks, everyone. You've shared some awesome information, and we appreciate you joining us today. We can't wait for our customers to experience this latest version of Command Center. We'd love to hear from our listeners. We value your opinion, and we want to make sure that we're covering those topics that interest you most. Help us shape the future of these episodes by taking a moment to fill out our survey feedback. Your input will guide us into delivering content that resonates with you. The link to our survey can be found in the podcast description and it will also be coming out in our next podcast email newsletter. Remember to follow us on social media to stay updated with upcoming episodes and exciting announcements and subscribe to be notified when we release our next podcast.